Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Tat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie on a well-deserved holiday and we've got the amazing Dwayne Brown taking the helm on this on this fantastic topic that we've got chatting about today and we talk about client and account onboarding and standard operating procedures so SOPs and that this is something that is, I think is such a great follow-up from our conversation last week about managing and setting expectations because with onboarding there's a lot of expectations that need to be set and there's other times this early they need to be doing that so we get talking about that and talking about whether we what our procedures are, how they go, what we like checking first. And yeah, some more questions came out was was asked by some of the team members, our colleagues is what I like to call us and the team, some people in the community about, you know, questions about what what they think onboarding processes should include. So I hope you enjoy that and sit back and relax. Hello and welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my trips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it so the, to the PPC PPC chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet and that's right twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join us on our linkedin group which is ppc chat roundup or if you're on instagram check us out at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes so yeah we've got Dwayne brown from take some risks it's an agency based out from canada and uh, yeah they do a lot of like e-commerce i feel mainly a lot of he talks about loads of different solutions outside of google ads and like quora pinterest tiktok advertising that he does for his clients so they're very varied solutions agency and he's leading us on a topic of client and account onboarding because that part of the relationship with the client is very important is how the the relationship starting off and it kind of sets the tone so it's all about making sure you do that properly before we get into it doing asks yeah before we get started how is everyone doing today i said i was doing great you know i just had gotten back from a jog like that when we were having the chat live but it was it was, a, it was very hot over here so but thankfully no no headaches i've had headaches in the past when i've tried running in such hot weather so yeah for me that's a win tim halloran joins us as well and we have sean ellie as well join us as well as lawrence chase and andrew mcgarry and ashton clark ashton clark one of my latest favorites so yeah some great answers i'm sure we'll get from him from him Anyway, let's get into our questions. But before we do this, Tim didn't quite do the PSA that Julie does, but I'll do it. Just to say that this chat is for everybody of every level, whether you're a junior or a professional, been doing this for many years. We are a very lovely bunch here in this community. So there's nothing like a stupid question or a stupid opinion. So yeah, everybody is welcome to join these chats. But lurkers and just listeners of the podcast are also welcome if you just want to, you know, pay attention to what people are chatting about you are welcome as well so yeah sit back and enjoy Dwayne goes well with question one asking what is your main goal when onboarding an account this could be an agency onboarding a client or an in-house team taking over an account from another team maybe even spinning 
up a new country account. So yeah, what is your main goal? Which is to Sean Ellie starts off by answering that saying align on goals, KPIs, learn what they know about the audience, what have or haven't they tried in the past, how they want reporting to look, how they want communication to look, all about aligning on expectations. And yeah, I respond to that similarly as well. And I was like, this gives me a flashback to last week's chat, which was about setting expectations. And that is definitely my goal in the first meeting on the onboarding the account. Even if it was done during the pitching process, setting that expectations is definitely still important and reiterating them. What were they, you know, and what they should expect from us and what we should expect from them as well. Lawrence Chase replies, yeah, setting up all reports and getting things in place that we agreed before we agreed to work together. Some folks may not have agreed on success metrics or goals yet. So you would also want to make sure this is done. Tim Halloran replied, new account, building the groundwork to get accurate baseline KPIs, keeping ceteris paribus top of mind, taking over current builds, understanding it first and foremost, only once it's understood, will we dismantle or test or put back together, especially with big ones. We have Ashton Clark as well replying, saying my main focus during onboarding is making sure to set expectations properly. So to last week's episode, similar to last week's episode, we also do an in-depth audit right after kickoff, which helps us understand what we're actually working with before we get too deep in developing a strategy. I hope that is baked into the cost and you charge a little bit extra for audits there, Ashton. Dwayne replies to that and saying, nice call out on the deep audit. Ashton, love it. Does your team do an audit, AKA account review before as well? Ashton goes, thanks. And yes, we do a more high level preliminary audit as part of our proposals. So we're not going in totally blind, which also helps with the expectation setting during kickoff. And Tim Halloran replies to that saying, yup, same. Sometimes with bigger accounts or complex industries, we'll budget an audit before a formal ongoing management proposal, before an ongoing management proposal, because we know an account will need to be understood better to even prep a longer term contract depends on the depth in those cases too. Dwayne goes, great replies to both of you. Things are moving fast to in today's chat. So yeah, some great answers, some really fast answers there. Dwayne Brown replies to question one as well, saying our agency takes the point of view. This is about setting the tone for the relationship and setting everyone up for success. We might be asking for this later. Menachem replies to question one saying, as an agency, ensuring we understand the goals, set the right expectations, communicate timelines effectively. Alex Nicole replies saying, for me, I do what I can to build trust by making sure that we are working towards agreed upon KPIs and that both myself and the client feel good about where things are headed. Once trust is built, clients usually become a lot easier to manage. Dwayne then goes on to question two saying, do you have a standard process or system for onboarding a new account? Let us know why or why not? Sean Ellie goes, yeah, we have a standard template and come with a pre-filled report with month on month data for the last year. So again, we have a standard template and come with, with a pre-filled report with month on month data for the last year, but everything is customizable. Businesses are different. Some may be focused on growth, some efficiency, some lead, some e-com 
all goes into what we ask or talk about. Lawrence Chase replies saying, yes, this is where I utilize ClickUp to build processes. I usually have other work going on. So by having a process in place, it prevents me from missing important steps like setting up recurring meetings, reports, reviewing product feeds, etc. And Ashton Clark replies to question two saying, yeah, our process usually one kickoff, align on goals or timelines, set expectations, get additional context to conduct in-depth account audits, plus provide strategy recommendations. Three, provide a three to six month project plan to reiterate timelines and ensure alignment on strategy. Great reply. And Dwayne goes, yeah, great detail there, Ashton. It's nice to see your team has thought a lot about this. Onboarding can be tricky. Ashton goes, it definitely can be and a smooth start helps set the tone for the whole project absolutely all the tone needs to be set from the beginning it's these kind of meetings that set it Tim Halloran goes, yes, generalities in some areas on purpose allows for exploration. Sometimes putting things in a box, aka scope, empowers whoever is in charge of the audit or on board to dig deep where needed. Without those guardrails, it's easy to second guess the amount of time allotted. Alex Nicole replies saying, this has been a huge focus for me for the last couple of months. Our onboarding process was very disjointed, so I'm working on building a process now. Shout out to PPC Kirk for what they're doing at Zato. I love their process, which fosters building and not scaling. Dwayne Brown replies to question two saying, since 95% of our work is in the e-com and DTC space, our onboarding is a nice blueprint anyone on the team can work off of. If we had business across do many different verticals, I can see onboarding being more challenging to process out. Then Dwayne Brown goes on to question three, saying, for those that do have a system, what what have you found that made the system successful? And then I respond to question two, saying, yeah, yes, we do at Marin, saying that there's a distinct process of how we move from sales team to the account management team and check boxes we need to fulfill to ensure that the relationship starts off right. What those boxes are to be checked it's proprietary information so unfortunately i can't share that with everybody just now lawrence replies to question three saying it has to be something you will use and it's pretty simple to set up most of us are busy already so if the learning curve is high or it takes away from our work it is a no-go right away i open my tools right as i start the day Dwayne replies to question three saying we have an in-house form during the biz dev process getting to know what the client's tech stack is as we pitch them let us craft the right onboarding welcome series yeah always good to have a series and Lawrence replies I should really have questions about all the tech stack yeah email platforms CRM etc I end up asking questions about it whenever I want them to connect via APIs to pass data or audiences etc knowing all that already we can see if there are options faster Dwayne replies to that saying, took me four years into this agency to get that form. It really has changed the process for our, for us. It's all part of that marathon. And then we have Sean Ellie replying to question three saying, coming with a pre-filled report is very helpful. It helps lead talks about KPIs, budgets, reporting, seasonality, etc. Dwayne replies saying, getting access to data and information beforehand can help have a more productive talk for sure. Sean goes, yeah, 99% of the time we do an audit as part of the sales process, so we already have access. So putting the report together before our kickoff helps with that, guiding the discussion and surfaces any anomalies we need to talk about 
And then Ashton Clark replies to question three, saying asking for feedback throughout the process helps the client feel heard, helps us determine the best strategy and sets the tone that this is a partnership. We get lots of good info from just opening the convert up to people versus powering through the usual talking points. We have then John Kagan replying to question two, saying we have an overarching game plan or approach, but it does get tailored by each client individually. Fraser Andrews replies to question three, saying it sounds stupid, but making sure that the onboarding info is shared with the whole team. It's so easy to forget to share all the info internally in the first few weeks. Absolutely. Because you just start, you know, maybe contacting your main contact and, you know, sharing information and chatting away, not realizing that maybe the whole team does not know about what, what you guys are chatting about. And that will be very important. John Kagan then replies to question three, saying documentation, document everything all the time absolutely and then yeah we've got uh, doing going on to question four saying what is the first thing you do once you get access to their new account i imagine everyone has slightly different go-to tasks they do right away my go-to task that i do right away is checking who has access to the accounts the way that you'll be working an account and then months and weeks yeah weeks month months in you start realizing that some random email address that is neither the client nor your anyone in your team you know has access to your accounting like that is not great especially if it's the previous disgruntled agency so that's what i like i think it's 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 all it's, it's very good check account access and who has access to the accounts. Lawrence replies to question four saying, I do a quick audit to see what is working, not working. We can uncover issues such as too many conversion actions and all set to primary. Usually I'm looking for anything broken and opportunities we can take advantage of quickly. Ashton Clark replies to question four saying, I like to check the campaign and account level settings first. These are usually quick fixes, but can greatly impact performance, especially Example, auto-apply ad suggestions being enabled in Google Ads. The conversion tracking setup is also a big area of focus early on. Dwayne then goes on to question five saying, what do you want to ask the community about onboarding new accounts? Thought I would make the last question a free for all. That way we can share our collective knowledge. With that, Ashton goes, yeah, what are the biggest or most common roadblocks you run into during onboarding and how do you usually address or resolve them? For me, again, it's the access thing, access that you've given to that has been given to previous agencies and they're like trying to get them removed, especially, and then, you know, trying to get targets from clients. I've been working with a client for months now and trying to get them to have a target and and trying to provide a target for us is, ah, it's a, it's been like pulling teeth, teeth out. Anyway, Alex then replies to question four. Alex Nicole replies to question four saying, like I said, still working on the process, but as of now, I run an ad analysis audit of the account as a starting point to identify any low hanging fruits without going down any crazy, crazy rabbit holes, just high level stuff. The rabbit hole stuff comes later. Are there any more questions? And I don't think there are any more questions. That was it. And uh, it was a nice short and, and snappy conversation, but also a lot of useful information shared about onboarding. And uh, thankfully it doesn't seem that there are too many stresses that, that they are and people have their systems of how they do things. How about you? Do you have your systems of doing things? And if you'd like to share that with us, please join us on Thursday. Julie will be back from holiday. She's going to be taking the helm of that Twitter spaces discussion at 12 PM Eastern five p.m gmt so join us there to share your thoughts about onboarding and yeah ask any more questions that you may have about the challenges that you have with it 
So I hope you found this talk useful and taking some great takeaways up from it. And if you want to chat about this topic some more, yep, join us on Twitter Spaces on Thursday. And for any feedback about the podcast or maybe even some corrections on anything that has been shared, please get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu on LinkedIn. Yeah, we have a PPC Chat Roundup podcast group. So please join us on there. We'd love to hear you share your thoughts. It'd also be great to all my longstanding and brand new listeners to give the podcast a review. It really helps to grow with the helps with the growth strategy of the podcast to get more listeners to possibly even, possibly even get in sponsor for the podcast so yeah whatever you can do towards helping that that'll be great you can do that on you can rate on spotify or you can leave a review on apple podcast or or google podcast as well i'm not sure on google podcast but definitely on spotify and definitely on apple podcast and on Podchaser as well to get to which of those links that you can go to first start off by going on linktree.com forward slash ppc chat underscore roundup again that's l-i-n-k-t-r-e-e.com forward slash ppc chat dot pvc chat underscore roundup even <laughs> finally remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye and speak to you next week <laughs>